drop the subject. Hey, how are you? It's good to be back hanging out with you here on Channel Q. That is Ali. My name is Kevin. We hang out, talk about some things going on in the world, in our lives. Got a good show planned for you today. As always, Gay Gay Cray Cray coming up in just a few. Uh, the Clydesdales are on schedule today, so I don't <laughs> think we have to mention that. That's exciting. And uh, some more stuff to get into as the show rolls on. Allie, how are you doing today before we get into our first topic? Um, I'm a little tired, but I'm good. I, I, but I can't, again, I can't really say that I'm tired around you because you are the most tired. I yeah, think a lot of people can, tell you that now, that they you, can't tell you that they're, they're tired. People do feel guilty complaining about stuff, or they'll say things like, oh, I only got seven hours last night, and I'll be like, I haven't got seven hours in the last four nights. Have you? When was the last time you got seven hours of sleep? Every once in a while, it'll happen where neither of the kids wakes up, but like now that the little baby has started sleeping through the night... The other one has just started having nightmares. Oh, no. So they time that out pretty well. So just when like you don't hear the crying from one room, you just start hearing the shrieking from the other room. Yeah. Well, I didn't get good sleep because apparently I can't breathe anymore. And um, my wife has now had to start sleeping on the couch because my breathing has gotten so bad because of allergy season that I cannot sleep and neither can she. So Wait, hold on. Hold on. You're the one with the loud breathing, so she gets up and goes to the couch? Yeah, I had no idea. I was, uh, I mean, I was tossing and turning a lot because I couldn't breathe and I was having nightmares about not being able to breathe. And then, uh, but then in the morning I woke up and she was on the couch and she said, I had to move because your breathing was so loud. You know, what's amazing about that is that I have a similar situation. I'm a loud snorer, and my wife will wake me up and tell me that I have to go to the couch. Yeah, see, that's not fair because the person who wakes up first should be the one that has to move. There's no point in both of you being awake, especially because you are both parents now and you have young children and sleep is precious. You have to just let it ride out. If she's the one waking up from your snoring, she needs to get away from the snoring. That's the logical next step. You know... I am going to play her a part of today's show. I am going to tell her to download the podcast and listen to this discussion because I find that you're absolutely right. I think for far too long, people who are the snorer get woken up and told, get out of this bed, you're snoring. Yeah, that's not fair. When in reality, why wake a second person up? Yeah, there's no point in doing that. Um, But Kevin, the reason that... uh, we discuss this is because yes it must be difficult now to have children you might not be getting a lot of sleep but here's what you have to look forward to in the future you can also not have any money because you're going to have to continue raising your adult children I saw the other day the amount of people that have either never left their parents' house or are moving back in with their parents later in life, and it's a staggering number. Yeah, uh, it is a growing trend among, of course, the younger generations are deciding, hey, wait a minute, why am I moving out of my parents' house when rent is so expensive and the odds against me being able to buy my own house are so ridiculously low that there's really no point in being a renter for the rest of my life. Why don't I just stay with my parents and then I can be on their family plan, I could share the utilities, or I'll say I'll pay all that stuff, and then I never do. And as a result, half of American parents have cut back on their own retirement savings to help pay their children's bills. Uh, Parents are putting their kids' car insurance, cell phone bills, credit card debt, and health care costs ahead of their own personal needs uh, and, and instead of growing their retirement funds. So you think of people in retirement, oh, it's such a great life. You just do nine rounds of golf every day and take a bunch of old people tours and go to places that you've never been and play 
you know, bridge. Uh, it's not happening anymore because you're, the kids are not leaving and they're basically just growing up into adult children and they just have to be caretakers all the way through to their death. Now, don't you feel like one way or another, like for instance, let's say your folks die, they got a little bit of money that most likely in most cases are gonna, it's going to go to you anyway. So really you're just kind of blowing your inheritance earlier because you're, you're spending it as, or they're spending it on you as you're alive now. Exactly. So you don't get it later. And potentially then they go into debt because all the money they had saved up their entire life, they've now had to spend on you. And as a result, sometimes people die and the next of kin get stuck with bills. Yeah, I don't want to be stuck with bills. I, I mean, I have enough bills. I don't want to get stuck with double duty on bills. Um, but my in my mentality, I'm just a little worried that they're going to leave everything to my sister. I... Th- if I were deciding who got stuff, it would all go to your sister. No <laughs> even question. my dad. We don't even share the same dad. My I dad's even, giving everything to my sister. I think I am writing your sister into my will, actually. <laughs> I want her to I want to make sure she's well taken care of. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that people in general, like, what I worry, I don't really think about my retirement. I just don't think people plan for it in general. So then when that time comes, you're like, oh, crap, I better put a bunch of money into some stock and think that it's going to cash out and then I'm going to be on easy street by the time I'm 65. Uh, I don't even think that far ahead. So I think that the younger generations in general are not going to have as much retirement money. And then on top of that, if we do have kids, they're going to drain us out anyway. So, and because we're all living longer, because science is getting better and better and the medical field is getting better, we're all going to be living in poverty and you're probably going to see a lot more old, really old people that are living on the streets because they're like, no, my 30-year-old is still living at our house. So what I a got- depressing way to start today's <laughs> show. You have just painted such a gloomy, horrible prediction for the future. Anyone who was coming to Channel Q today to escape their problems, here they are in your face. And what can we do about it? Because... Like, Allie, I don't know if this is still the case, but up until a year ago, I think, weren't you still on your mom's, like, calling plan? I'm still on my mom's calling plan. So you're part of the problem. You're on your mother's, she pays your cell phone bill. That is the only thing. I never ask my parents for money for anything ever. The only thing I might ask them for is a signature, like a like a cosign or something like that, because I'm like, you have better credit than me or something, whatever. Right. But I'm not going to ask to move back in or anything like that. I mean, you know, it's like a safety thing. If, you, if everything, if I've lost everything, I know that that's an option, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather live with someone else's parents. But on the bright side... Well, let's think about the bright side for a moment. Yes, we're draining our parents out of all of their hard-earned money, their life savings, everything they've worked for. But we always have a place to do laundry. There's always food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. There's all these things that parents are just better at doing. Uh, and even though I've been forced to do some of these things, because I guess now I'm a parent as well, I know I don't do them as well as my parents did them. So no, the concept... But- even when I go home for like a week, you know, yes, I'm always excited to get the hell out of there. But but there is a part of me that's like, ah, this is great. I'm going to drink this orange juice and leave it right where it is. And somehow it's going to get taken to the sink. <laughs> right. You have that little kid syndrome for a little minute yes. there. Um, but I think that what the only solution is that parents are just going to have to kick their kids out. You got to just I mean, that's what they say about people who have an addiction. You got to They got to hit rock bottom in order for them to get better. So you got to say, stop living off of me. I can't support you anymore. I want to go golfing and go to Egypt, so you have to go, and I'm giving you 60 days notice. 
Well, Take I think it's out. funny that golfing in Egypt are the first two things on your hypothetical list, but uh, we were going to go ahead and plan that golf trip to Egypt. <laughs> and uh, remember, uh, if you're living with this people- It's all desert. It's, it's, it's a really- We're going to come back and make- well, The next thing we're going to do is going to be way less depressing. We promise you. As soon as we return right now on the all-new Channel Q after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Still new, despite being around for a little while. Despite the old studio smell, this Mm -hmm. is still brand new. Yeah, exactly. But we love the smell. It's actually better smelling than a lot of the studios that you and I have been in. This is one of the more festive and better smelling studios. Which is not saying much, because for the most part, studios really do stink. Yeah, they smell like old... uh, Yogurt. Old yogurt and old hosts, basically. Yeah, ugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's hard to get out of the carpets. Okay. Uh, every week we assign movies, gay straight movie reviews. Uh, I have Kevin watch a very iconically gay film, gay or lesbian, any part of the LGBTQ plus genre. And then uh, he in turn gives me a straight, quote unquote, straight culture films. Uh, last week I had to watch Animal House. I believe I've also had to watch uh, The Running Man and various Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And I made Kevin watch Blue is the Warmest Color last week. Oh, yeah. Subtitles, half of French subtitles. That's all I could see because I had the resolution wrong on my screen. <laughs> um, so, without further ado, I've given this a lot of thought, and here is the movie you will be tasked with watching this weekend. You have heard of The Birdcage, I imagine. I think I've seen The Birdcage, and I actually think I enjoyed it. Well, then I'm going to make you watch La Cage à Faux, which is the original Birdcage made in 1978. I should have said I never saw the Birdcage. The very old musical version. Oh, come on. I I like the Birdcage. Why am I going to watch the original version? Oh, crap. I actually just realized this is another French form. Of course it is. You didn't hear the title? La Cage à Faux, whatever you said? The Birdcage is in English. Let me watch that again. I would like to see that movie again. You want to watch The Birdcage? Yeah, please. I don't want to watch another foreign film. All right, fine. You can watch The Birdcage. Hell yeah. I've actually never seen La Cage Faux. I didn't realize that it was completely subtitled also. Uh, Will you at least just watch the trailer for it? And review the trailer. And I will then watch, watch the, the trailer for La Croix. Send me the text or, or whatever. I write down what it's called so I remember it. And then I will, of course, rewatch The Birdcage <laughs> as a straight man. And I think a lot of straight people, in fact, myself included, that was maybe my one of my earlier introductions into the gay lifestyle was yeah, that film. It's a solid film. And uh, obviously, Robin Williams is amazing and so is Nathan Lane. But Hank Azaria in that movie is uh, probably one of the best parts of that movie. So I'm doing you you a favor. I'm probably even going to rewatch this, but um, I'm not going to give you the spelling of Lakaja Faux. I want to see you just type it in <laughs> and watch whatever comes up. All right. Well, I, I will review something then next week and then also watch The Birdcage. Allie, uh, I decided that uh, me picking movies, straight movies for you to watch, movies that were clearly designed for mostly a male audience, um, I was kind of not doing justice to us heterosexuals by giving you movies that just had one action star or two action stars so i was taking twitter advice uh yeah i am taking twitter advice and i found a movie that i have seen i used to own this on dvd as a matter of fact (laughs) and it was a movie that whenever the or the straightest thing ever which is blu-ray whenever the guys would get together and really just want to bro out (laughs) someone would say let's get some beers and let's watch three kings now three kings stars 
what I believe would be three faces you would put on the manly man Mount Rushmore, and they include Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Ice Cube, and George Clooney. Oh, God. I hate George Clooney. Now, this film is about, uh, it's a post- Oh, is this a war movie? It's, oh, yeah, it's a war movie. No, I hate war movies. And these guys- Oh, they but, have so many helmets. But it's underscored with a hip-hop, and it's like a cool war movie if there's <laughs> such a thing. So you're going to get a real masculine romp in the mm-hmm. world of post-Desert Storm Iraq, and you will see what happens when George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and Ice Cube enter enemy lands- they get Wahlburgers? They do not. It's not even brought up because I think the movie came out in 99, which was before Wahlburgers was even a thing. Uh, but I recommend that you check it out. Well, I don't recommend. I force you to watch Three Kings and review it on Monday or whenever it is that we get together again here in the Channel Q studios. You know, this is ironic because you gave me a movie called Three Kings and I gave you a movie about queens. Hey, that is ironic. Yeah, there's a lot of there are a lot of queens in that movie. Also, so. the odds of that happening during this not not that great. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like that could always be the case. Uh, all right, well, happy watching. So enjoy that. Allie will be watching Three Kings. I'll be watching Birdcage, and then the original trailer for the all French version. <laughs> and we will uh, tell you our thoughts about that when we return. Uh, when we get back in a moment, um, something that I think we need to discuss. It's rather personal. But I think you will appreciate it. That is next on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Generic laughter, here we come. On oh, that note, are we on? yeah, that's, that was on the air. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, it begins. Here comes the generic laughter. It's uh, no things considered. No, nope, not not that anymore. That used to be the name of our show. Now it's drop the subject. Every once in a while, I have to say it just to make sure the lawyers are still paying attention. Lucky for us, they are. Yeah, and you didn't even get back to me about my segment idea, which is uh, people getting sued besides us. I think it's a great segment. Unfortunately, it's a little bit close to home, and I don't know if we'll ever be able to find a week where people are getting sued more than we are. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and put that in the ideas book. As you know, we keep one here, and uh, so far we've got one in there. Let me read it back to you. People getting sued aside from us. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. That is Allie right there, Kevin right here. The show is called Drop the Subject on the all-new Channel Q. Thank you for being with us. You know, um, not to get too personal. Oh, Uh, I, as you know, am a middle child. I have uh, an older sister and a younger sister. Yeah, it explains your need for attention. I thought the metal around my neck that says, (laughs) look at me, explains my need for attention. Well, and the fact that you have a bunch of participation ribbons that you won't throw away. Uh, I will not. I love those. I let people know I participated in things like the uh, Great Turkey Trot of uh, 1987. Anyway, Allie over there has one sister, a younger sister, which means you are the, uh, the oldest. Yeah, that means I'm more intelligent. Well, here's the thing, and this is what I wanted to bring up, is that every week or month, it feels like there's a new something or other release that says, your birth order says you are the following. If you're the youngest, it means you're the blank. If you're the oldest, it means you're the blank. If you're the middle child, it means you're most likely to be a serial killer or whatever, right? Oh, is that one true? I think that's why. I don't know if any of them are true. That's a fun one. This is the research that happens. People studying siblings and figuring out later in life what the uh, at least based on the sampling of a thousand kids they look at or whatever so here's what came out recently and I, I think it is interesting as it pertains to you and your sister and potentially to my sisters as well 
In your family, I think we can all agree which one is the good-looking one and which one is the funny one, right? Okay. Well, oh, I, did I get classed as the funny one? No, no, she's both. Oh, damn it. According to the research that came out this week, the youngest child is most likely the funniest child. No, no. So I just want to let you know that you have now lost the one thing that I think you thought you were bringing to your family, which was your quick wit. (laughs) So uh, then where does that leave you? Because then are you not the funniest or the least funny? You're just kind of hanging out in the middle there. Once again, trying to get attention. Most likely to kill people. Just sitting right here in the middle. I, think, I wonder if it's like schizophrenia where at a certain age all of a sudden something just snaps in you Well, the, and you're just like, nah, serial killing. The research, at least, it, it always kind of points to some of the same things. And it says if you're the firstborn, usually, and of course this is not, it is a giant generalization, but the only people you have to look up to or be- behaviors to mimic are that of your, your parents, right? Or, or your parent or the orphanage mm-hmm. or wherever you're brought up, right? So you're looking at other adults doing adult things. Therefore, you're more uh, responsible. You have, yeah, you, you uh, have higher priorities for yourself. And then when you're a younger sibling, you kind of... I think by default are on easy street because your parents have kind of lost their uh, yes. drive to yes. parent yes. and they've already done it once. So they're just kind of like, ah, the first one didn't end up being a serial killer. So let's just kind of fly breeze through this next parenting experience. Right. And then the, as a result, some of the younger kids can be a little entitled or a little spoiled or maybe a little less driven. Um, but the, the humor, the, the funny thing I don't understand because I, I especially feel like in this generation, my sister's generation, she's eight years younger than I am. Yes, and she I is. think she, <laughs> and you can tell every year, every, every year of that is very apparent in pictures. Yeah. She's like 23 going on 21. Okay. <laughs> she's like Benjamin buttoning her way she through is life. Aging to perfection. <laughs> Um, Tell but, me when this gets creepy. I'll stop. Okay. It's, I think it's already reached that point. Uh, um, she is 20. Ooh. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. She's 20. Yeah, there you go. Now yeah. you creep me out. That's your sister, you weirdo. <laughs> but I think that that generation in general doesn't like making jokes because they don't want to offend anybody. So yeah. I think that that entire group of people is becoming not pretty much humorless regardless of what science says. Like, my generation's still cracking jokes and being like, what? And all the younger people are going like, dude, no, you right. can't say that anymore. You just offended vegetarians, vegans, yeah. gluten-free, uh, single mothers, mm-hmm. uh, uh, children from uh, the, uh, the continent of uh, Asia. Yeah, I mean, people who can't tie their shoes in under 30 seconds. Right, right. That one joke. What are you talking about? It was just a knock-knock <laughs> joke. How did I offend all those people? You offended people that don't have doors, homeless fists. people, fists. <laughs> right. So it, yeah, it's an interesting point you make, the generation, the humorless generation. But I don't believe the humorless generation is really humorless. Like you say, I think that there are people that still understand what's funny and understand and can put things in the category of that's a joke. It's very different if it's being told by a comedian or someone attempting to be funny as opposed to someone who is attempting to be serious. I think people get that and they understand that there is context to things. However, the, the, the vocal, the very vocal, as you know, Twitter mob or whatever the case may be, they're the ones that are trying to ruin the the fun for everyone. They're the trolls. And so I wonder, in the youngest, oldest, middle child scenario, or mm. potentially you come from one of those families that's got like 40 kids because your parents just loved having sex and- Or they're Mormon. Don't have, right, no condom budget. Do you think, who would be most likely to be the tattletale, aka the Twitter mob? I would argue that's the oldest child's job. 
Well, I think that once I reach a certain age, I will be. I will. Uh, I, I've already noticed as I get a little older the the desire to online rant. When I didn't oh, have it before, no. you're a ranter. And uh, no, no, I'm not. I haven't become a ranter, but yeah, I have you had are, the desire to rant. Someone did say in a picture of you one time, you have a real. I want to talk to the manager face. <laughs> Which shockingly, I'm starting to get that in my voice too. Yeah, yeah it was kind of actually. Yeah. You, I think you said at the time that was one of the nicest things anyone's ever said about your face. <laughs> so you're like, I'll take it as a compliment. And I was like, I don't think it's a compliment if you're like one of those people because yeah. I think the, the concept of resting bitch face which is a term I'm sure we can't use because yeah. people are offended by. I think that the I want to talk to the manager face is just before yeah, resting I've, bitch face. Exactly, I have resting I want to talk to the manager face. But right. I, w- I will say that my sister is probably a lot funnier online. That's a whole different type of humor that our generation doesn't have a, a as much experience with. So right. she can make like Instagram story jokes that kill and I'm still like, here's Cat on a Roomba. Yeah, yeah, Cat on Roomba is not like, doing it for you. Yeah, You've I'm been just trying. kind of outdated social media jokes. I think I'm funnier in person. Or it's the situation where because I only had my parents to look up to, I was making dad and mom jokes. Oh, you and started now my making sister, dad jokes at an early age? Yeah, and now Wee. my sister is growing up going, I don't want to be like her making secondhand dad jokes. I'm going to develop my own style of comedy. Well, listen, it's very easy to look at someone who's doing something online, even if they're super successful. You know, there was uh, someone the other day I was looking at on Cameo, and the guy called himself an Instagram comedian. And I never heard of the guy before. <laughs> so I go, what is an Instagram comedian? The guy tells all jokes about Instagram? I gotta see this. How many punchlines- <laughs> Instagram theme. How many punchlines can you Instagram have? Instagram goes, my Va- career does too. <laughs> uh, Val- and that's why I said to her, Valencia filter, <laughs> hell. So I went and I checked this guy out, and he's of course got like two and a half million followers, and people comments, and this guy's the funniest guy ever, and da da da. And I and I'm looking at it and I go I don't get I don't understand one thing that's even a little bit funny here and then I start going, is it wait just a minute. him like jumping off a roof into a pool or something no it's like uh, he's, is he's he actually doing stand-up? Po- he's posting pictures and writing captions that I think should be funny but like oh. one of them's a caption of a lot of flowers and it says something like um, um, that's a lot of flowers with a <laughs> meme of a flower it's funny and I go that's really just a fact. <laughs> But okay, and yeah. then you, you look at the comments. People are like, "LOL, nailed it." And I'm like, "What? What? Am I missing?" And then I think, right. "Am I? Are this, we just becoming old?" Yeah, yeah. Like, am I an old? Like, maybe this guy is actually like clearly he has built an audience, and and maybe that's part of it, right? Like Seinfeld has an audience as well. Not every joke he tells has to be that great anymore because he's proven that he can be funny over the course. You know, he has the respect of no, my he, parents' generation, yes. my generation, etc. But even his jokes younger people wouldn't always necessarily get like he has a whole bit about stamps and we're like ah yeah stamps yeah. where people who are like 20 are like what right right <laughs> i want like i do wonder and i think this has happened before where you show like a bunch of let's say 20 year olds episodes of seinfeld the show which i think you know people universally it's one of the few shows i think people universally all thought were was funny right i mean different reasons why i thought it was funny but i think it's timeless i bet you you show if you showed that right now to a 20 year old they would potentially think it was un- not understand, not get it, not think it's funny, not well, understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say that about like a, mo- a classic movie like Airplane. 
it's a hilarious movie, right? Yeah, but, but if I, somebody saw that now, they'd be like, I don't understand why this is funny at all. Well, when we get back, Allie and I are going to do Who's on First from the <laughs> beginning to the end. And we'll find out if it's as timeless as we believe it is. Okay, I'm going to say Foist. That's the man's name. Whose name? Yes. Foist. That's, that's, not even, that's not even in the bit. We'll be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. Uh, we are proving that uh, either the oldest child, Allie, there, or the middle child, Kevin, here, still need attention. So download the podcast, spread the word, etc. More Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Are we behind already? All right. Justin has informed us that we are behind, so we must take a break, even though we just came back. Um, but there is lots to look forward to in the next hour. Uh, news it or lose it, of course. We will get to that. But we will also be talking to two lesbians who pride themselves in being old, fat, and smoking a lot of weed. They have made a name for themselves on Instagram, at 420 Old Fat Lesbians. They have a ton of followers. They make all kinds of videos of them smoking weed and taking gravity bong rips. So we have all kinds of questions to ask them. So we will talk to them a little bit later. Um, But first, we will get to news it or lose it when we come back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. Allie is currently dropping something else. She has been out of the studio for nine minutes right now. I don't know what she's got going on, but uh, anyway, the subject, not the only thing being dropped this hour, apparently. We'll get a full update, I'm sure, when she reemerges into the Channel Q studios. My name's Kevin. That is normally where Allie would be. Uh, very excited because, uh, as you heard, right before the end of the last hour, we will be joined, coming up a little bit later this hour, by old, fat, Lesbians. Oh, yes. God, I'm excited. Oh, look who's back. Look who decided to join us. Speaking of old fat lesbians, we have a young lesbian. Were you in the bathroom making duty? You can be honest. No, I wasn't making duty. Hold on. You got to talk into the mic. You know how this works. Come on. Grab a mic. Any mic. They're all rainbow colors. Pick one. Want to go yellow today to change it up on me? Oh, she just smashed her lesbian knee into something. (laughs) How you doing? Good. I had to pee, and then I got locked out of the stupid hallway because you need a thousand keys to get into this room. You it's don't get ridiculous. Let me just say, you can be honest <sighs> if you were not if you were doing number two. I wasn't pooping. I promise. Would you have told me no. and the audience of this radio station if you were doing that or no? Um, no, I would. I've, okay. I've been very honest with the people of this that that listen to us. I remember that story I told you about when I pooped in an alley. Yeah, oh, I do remember that. And yeah. the one where you did it in, the, in a plastic bag in the back of a car that, while driving. No, that was not me. That was well, a friend of mine. You claim it was a friend, but I think we all know friend. what that means. It right. was a friend. That was not me. Uh, I was just in the middle of saying how excited we were to bring on the old fat lesbians uh, later on uh, this hour. Here's a taste of what they're up to. Some of their online shenanigans, if you will. You can be one of the close to 100,000 people that follow them. If you're interested in what it would be like to live with two stoned old fat lesbians 24 hours a day, uh, it's something like this. Get along, little Susie. Just to paint the picture, this is one of them sitting on the other one's back, uh, where she's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> one of them is, uh, I think, smoking a joint, and the other one is about to be uh, handed a handful of gummies because she's being a good lesbian horse. Oh. Calm down, Susie. <laughs> Susie, want a gummy? <laughs> 
There you go. Why, this is just giving me great ideas for my marriage. Well, it, it, listen, they look happy. I'll say that about them. I don't yeah. know. What, what part of the country are they in, the old fat lesbians? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, awesome. they will be on with us coming up a little bit later this hour. So if anyone did not think we were bringing the star power to Channel Q, boy, you have not been listening. Yeah, we have because... not one but two old fat lesbians who love weed. And if, you're, uh, if you need to be warmed up... Little foreplay, you can go to their Instagram, which I think is 420 Old Fat Lesbians, and you can watch some videos and see who will be joining us coming up this hour for our guest of the week. <laughs> Gaists. We have two guests. It's very exciting. Yep. Are you ready to uh, news it or lose it? I am. All right, here we go. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Headline number one. Deaf puppy gets sign language lessons after adoption. Seems like a real waste of a lot of people's time. (laughs) I'm going to say lose it. It's a feel-good story, sure, but is it something we need to talk about on Channel Q in depth? I don't think so. Probably not. Uh, All right. Or as the puppy would say, (laughs) As the puppy would say, nothing. (laughs) Um, What the hell is Heck Boy? Tennessee Theater changes name amid controversy. You know, I saw this picture... And someone, uh, the caption with it was like, if you're ever wondering what it's like to live in the Bible Belt, this should this should give you an example. Mm-hmm. And it was the idea that they can't even write Hellboy up on the marquee at a movie theater. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that's one of several names that they've changed. But I, I mean, I'm always interested in the anger that comes with this and the other movies that probably will need to be changed in the future. It just takes one idiot to change something like that and then everybody gets on board. But... All you need to do is purchase some big plastic letters, and you could make it say anything. You could be as funny as you want to be. You just got to <laughs> climb up, get a ladder and some letters, and you could change the... It, yeah. it, all right, let's... Is it worth talking about, or do we just cover it? Mm, well, I think we can talk about it. All right, it. let's we talk can about just, it. I mean, we could just delve into this stuff now. Let's news it. We'll news that one. Okay. Uh, and Joe Biden got... Ele- uh, not elected, but he announced his presidency. We should talk about that probably. It's the first I'm hearing about that. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's it's very... Uh, it, no one saw it coming. Spoiler alert. Joe Biden is running for president. I think top trending was Biden, followed by Biden official, followed by Biden is running, followed by will <laughs> Biden be president. It was just like all Biden-related stuff. Yeah, so the uh, world has gone Biden crazy. They have. Um, now, I mean, I'm sure he's hugging all of his campaign team very closely in celebration. It's, it's weird. I think that people should get a little creative about their announcements to run for presidency since there's so many people running for president it's like they do the pre-announce announce and then they announce like but they are basically everyone knows that they're running and then there's this big formal announcement everyone's waiting for the announcement so why not just do it like gender reveals or pregnancy announcements well like, like, you know you got ripped off because when you wanted you didn't even get to come out of the closet your mom came out of the closet for you you didn't even get that big moment that big exciting moment where you're like I'm about to go public right I gotta go back in and then out again but the gonna... Biden announcement was very simple Similar to any gay friends of mine that have officially come out, where it's it's such a non-announcement because we've known for in this case you know days or weeks, but in that case with some friends I'm like yeah we knew yeah are you kidding me we we know you've been gay for years and <laughs> right. like, well I'm just let, put it out there now it's my let me uh, let Biden, me have my moment we know you've been running for president like we knew this about you and then he plays it coy and like oh I don't know I might make an announcement I might not but it's like do we really want personal space invader guy? As president, 
Like, I, I know that he's not, like, creepy about it. I do genuinely think he's just doing it because he thinks he's a really get, making a good connection with people. But the p- people who invade your personal space in general, just someone who hugs a little too long, is that the, that the guy? If you is had, he the guy? If you had social media and cameras in any presidency, I'm sure... Other than that time we had the cripple president. But uh, other than that, you would see a lot of... I'm sure you'd see videos of George Washington giving hugs out left and right. And and there's no way this guy hugs more or invades personal space more than even like Clinton did. Well, he's definitely and, an upgrade from what we have now. And Bush was a groper, right? Didn't uh, didn't but I don't think that happened until after his pre- I think pregnancy. he went old man gropey. Yeah, old man gropey. So I mean the point is just like it's not it's not right. It's not the worst thing. No, it's the worst. It's not a great thing, but I don't know if it's something that should stop someone from running for president. Yeah. I would take personal space invader over current president any day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um what about his age cuz that's another big topic of conversation joe biden who's 76 bernie sanders who's 77 uh and then Buttigieg, who's running who's only 37 there's been a lot of talk of how old do you like your presidents you know if one old guy gets elected they will be like if bernie or biden gets elected they will be the oldest president ever elected it's funny because my parents are only in their upper 60s and i won't trust them to even like hold my kid because <laughs> they're like, so shaky. I'm like, yeah. I, I just, I just go like, ah, they're getting up there. They may think it's mayonnaise and put it in the fridge. I'm like, I don't want to mess with it. Well, didn't your mom hurt herself because she yes. can't carry herself places? She fell and broke her wrist or something oh. like that because she couldn't. She got into a a, a, a personal battle with cobblestone, and the cobblestone <laughs> one took her down. So I don't cobblestone gang violence and is becoming she's, very. She's like in her you know late 60s, so. I, yeah, I do think about that. But, yeah. you know, these guys, if they do enough crossword puzzles and play enough backgammon, then they're mentally sharp, probably. I think that more problems should be solved in this world with crossword puzzles. I think that old people would solve every problem. Um, okay. Just how far are we willing to go to not offend people? The lines get blurrier every day. Earlier this week, there was talk about not using the term deviled eggs anymore. Did you hear about that one? Is it because it's offensive to people that... Are Satanists? No. Is it, is, it, is it the devil word or is it the egg word? It's the... De- <laughs> It's the devil word. Okay, because I would think it was a bunch of uh, anti-breeders or whatever. Like, ah, we don't like eggs. <laughs> they should be called deviled sperm. Right. Uh, no, yeah, they changed it from deviled eggs to like angel pockets or something like that. I don't know. It was stupid. But they should have called them devil murdered murder <laughs> omelets. <laughs> deviled fetuses. Yeah, that's that, really what they are. That's delicious. <laughs> More deviled fetuses, anyone? So the title of the movie Hellboy is too offensive to put on a marquee, according to this movie theater. The sign outside of it in Tennessee has movies listed Dumbo, Little, La Llorona, and Heckboy. About a man stuck between heaven and heck, just trying to do good and conquer evil. And they say that they did it because the theater is next to an elementary school and across from a church. So they wanted to, you know, well, the movie was there. They want to keep it there because obviously it's made $20 million the first two weekends. But they don't want kids to see such a hateful word on their way to church and school. So, so if go- it's across from the church, they probably shouldn't put the word boy on there either. I know. I gotta was thinking the, that too. Get the I was church like, you know, there's a lot more scarier stuff happening in the church yeah. than in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see the movie theater be like, hey, church, can you change your marquee? <laughs> <laughs> to not say church? Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, the, I, I feel like this is just the beginning. I, I mean, if you're really going to get offended by every movie title, what about Dumbo? Yeah. That, I mean, it should be less than intelligent. Oh, or whatever, you know, like they can't, you can't call an elephant dumb. Slowbo. 
be a better name for that movie, I think, right? Yeah. What are we going to do? Heck Razor? Oh, well, that, that movie has, I don't think it's going to be re-released in theaters anytime soon. Oh, I beg to differ. All right, I well, feel like they're remaking everything now. I, I very much look forward to Heck Razor. I will be there in costume, ready to go. <laughs> Uh, and the, the beginning of this movie, I feel like if anyone, I, I think it's misleading if you change the title because you're like, oh, heck boy, that doesn't seem too bad. And then I was lo- lo- looking at like the plot of this movie. And at the beginning, it says the blood queen Nemu unleashes a plague and then excal- like King Arthur dismembers her and scatters her remains throughout England. And you're like, friendly. okay, great. So that title could make you think it's probably okay for kids. And then you get into it and it's actually super not. So let the title speak for itself. I would love to continue with the news or lose it, but I do see waiting to say hi to us on our phones, Channel Q, are Sue and Lee, in case those names didn't give it away. They are the 420 Old Fat Lesbians. They will be joining us as our guest of the week, and we'll do that next here on Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. And uh, Allie and Kevin are here with you, and half of us are queer with you. And on the phone, we have two 420 old fat lesbians. And again, that is not us shaming them. That is how they label themselves on Instagram, at 420 old fat lesbians. They have uh, 77,000 followers and counting. They have made quite a following just by smoking pot and getting creative in their home, which is, I think, my dream job. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and just like um, themselves, their audience is growing rapidly. These old fat lesbians <laughs> are um, they are fun to watch. They seem to really enjoy each other's company. In some ways, I feel like I'm looking into Allie and her wife's future. Oh, yeah. If it's that, riding a horse and feeding gummies to each other, then I'm happy with that. Right, riding a human horse, which is even better than an actual horse. Um, I, uh, you know, when we talk about Gaste of the Week, Allie and I both bring many people to the table, uh, different people in the LGBTQ plus community that are doing things that are of interest. And uh, when, when we both agreed out of the, let's say, 30 we looked at, that these women should be our guests of the week, it was an easy decision. Mm-hmm. We're thrilled to welcome to Channel Q. Broadcasting in lots of cities, including the uh, state where these two women used to live, Florida. I believe now they're in a cooler climate. If you're riding each other around like horses, you need cooler weather, I guess. Yeah. Let us welcome Sue and Lee, 420, old fat lesbians to Channel Q. Hello, ladies. Hey, how are you? Thank you for being on with us. We are thrilled. Allie brought me to your attention first, but let me say there is something super addictive about watching the two of you and your relationship blossom. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm curious as to one of the last Instagram videos you posted was of you taking gravity bong rips. And is this an opportunity for you to ingest weed in ways that you have not when you were younger? Uh, definitely. Um, we like to look at different videos and talk to friends and, you know, try something new, you know, something we're not used to. And we have great fun with it. Whose idea was it? Because it couldn't be a, you know, as, as much as people will say, oh, we broke up. And you say, oh, well, we both decided at the same time. One of you had to go to the other one and say, let's start filming our antics and putting it on Instagram. Uh, whose idea was that? Was that Sue or was that Lee? 
Um, that was Sue. <laughs> and did Lee yeah. did Lee need any convincing Sue, or uh, was she on board right away? Was she like, yeah, I'll saddle up and ride you like a pony right now? <laughs> um, yeah, she was pretty much on board with it from the get go. We just wanted to um, have a little fun, and you know, since we're retired now, we thought we'd get out there on social media and try something new. Well, I, I think it's beautiful, and in one of these articles where they're interviewing you, you say they're, you're tired of the stigmas on weed, on lesbians, on fat people, and on old people. So you are creating pride for in many different areas just with this one Instagram handle. I mean, 420 old fat lesbians really does say it all. And have you gotten some responses from those communities thanking you for your heroism? Oh, yeah, we get... Uh a lot of messages and comments. I think um, people can definitely relate to us, you know, from every aspect of it, the lead, the age, the sexuality. And, you know, they kind of thank us for being out there and being blunt and not being ashamed by who we are, just being who we are. I would say that you were um, you were old fat lesbians uh, high on weed before any of those things were trendy. Now they're all kind of trendy, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <laughs> Now, are you coming up with your ideas? Are these high ideas? Like, yes. are you yes. coming? You don't have to I ask think, them that question, like, Allie, of course. Is someone already high when you say, let's create a horse and rider situation? <laughs> or dressed like bunny rabbits. I saw your Easter video, which I was uh, enthralled by as well. Yeah, where does the idea mill start? Is it just start from sparking up a joint and you kind of take it from there? Um, yeah, sometimes we think about stuff while we're high. Other times it's stop swimming around in Sue's brain. So. so is Sue the creative genius uh, behind this operation, or would you say that it's a 50-50 split? Um, I think Sue thinks about it, and then we discuss it and kind of decide which way we want to go with it. And um, to but really, yeah. Sue, Sue is creative and Lee is technical. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. You guys clearly seem to still like each other, which you know, I'm I'm a married I'm I'm a I'm hate to hate to break the news to you, but I'm a uh, I'm, oh, a, stra- no. I'm a straight man. Allie is a, a lesbian. We're both. She's recently married. I've been married about seven years now. But there's something very beautiful about the two of you in the way that you interact with each other, it appears that you still really enjoy each other's company. I was watching some video where you two were in a hot tub together. Um, and uh, and I watch a lot of lesbians in hot tubs, so I t- tend to consider myself an expert in that way. But um, is that, uh, do you guys actually genuinely like each other as much as your videos appear, or do you fight and hate each other like the rest of us hate our significant others? Um, no, I think we're still in love with each other after 12 years, and we're kind of each other's twin soul, you know? We complement each other, we think alike, we say things at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And do you both smoke weed easily, uh, equally as much, or is one more of a consumer than the other? I'm more, Lee is more of an edible, and Sue is more of a smoke. Mm-hmm. I heard that uh, Lee is the dealer and Sue is the buyer, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Lee had a heart attack, so... He's not allowed to smoke. Well, yeah. that's funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd like to see that video. Where's that? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, if you're not already following these pioneers 
in the world of lesbian slash pothead slash elderly entertainment, you are missing out. And you can find them at 420 Old Fat Lesbians. Uh, even Allie, from when you first introduced me to them till now, I mean, they're growing pretty rapidly. Very fast, You're yeah. getting international uh, fans, I would imagine, as well. Where are some of the strange places people have reached out to you from? Um, Croatia, Australia, um, Vietnam, I think. Vietnam, a lot of European countries. Yeah, just everywhere. Germany, Sweden, yeah. And have you had to pay for weed since? I mean, I would imagine you're getting a lot of perks and a lot of people selling you or, or, or I mean, sending you free stuff because of your well, following. Yeah, we, we really only can accept you know, weed products in our state from people who gift it to us. But, you know, like sending through the mail is a little tricky. Ladies and gentlemen, you have met on Channel Q two beautiful women, very open and honest about their relationship and their love of marijuana and ladies, two of my favorite things as well. Yeah, we we actually too. have a lot in common. But should have been in the hot tub with you ladies. And we I love horses. I had a good time. Um, before we uh, say goodbye to you, uh, would you say that being named Channel Q's uh, guest of the week is your greatest honor to date? Uh, I definitely. <laughs> you heard it here, Allie. There's no denying that. They are our four. They are. They are our Channel Q mascots. They should be. That's should be. Cool. Yeah, and uh, if you ever make your way to the uh, West Coast, even though we broadcast all over the country, we'd love to see you in the flesh. That's not me hitting on you, but we'd love to have you in the studio. That's what I'm trying to say. You got it, ladies and gentlemen. There they are, ladies and ladies. Shall I say? Mm-hmm. Let me correct myself, ladies and ladies. That right there is Sue and Lee, 420 old fat lesbians. Thank you for joining us on uh, Drop the Subject. Sorry, thank you. All right, there they go. So much there was, energy. There was trouble getting. Uh, we had trouble getting a hold of them at first because they had so many doctor's appointments. Well, they seem kind of healthy now. <laughs> I mean, one of them's a heart attack survivor, and yeah. the other one is uh, being, I think, riding the other one as we had that interview. So, <laughs> regardless, uh, just in case you're wondering, does Channel Q get star power? You're goddamn right, we do. Yeah, and you know what? There are a lot of crappy social media influencers out there. Sure. They are not. They are the real deal. I'm very happy that there's room on the Instagram platform for these two old fat lesbians. Are you talking about us now or them? Us. Okay. We'll be back in a moment. Gay Gay Cray Cray is on Deck Deck right here on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject back on Channel Q. Ah, we had a couple of old fat lesbians on with us, and they were very high. You could tell by how long it took them to answer our questions. I always love it when we talk to guests that are promote not promoting, but I guess have 420-friendly audiences, because you can always tell in their voices. Yeah, oh yeah, well. I was like, hey. That's the first time we've ever <laughs> talked to someone that's medically not allowed to smoke weed because of their heart condition, though. That is, that's a <laughs> that's new thing, true. but regardless, look forward to it. Thank you for joining us. That was our guest of the week, one of the many exciting segments you can look forward to here on Drop the Subject, Channel Q. Thanks for checking us out. Smart speakers, radio.com, et cetera, et cetera. It's time for my favorite game of the week. It's Gay Gay Cray Cray. I get to uh, deliver the article to you this week, Allie, and you have to go ahead and determine, is this a heteronormative straight couple crazy or a heteros- uh, homosexual couple or potentially even the two women that we just chatted with? Yeah. Is it crazy or gazy? That is the question in Gay Gay. That's such a better name. Why didn't we just call it crazy or gazy? <laughs> 
Why do we go with this whole nonsense of cray cray gay gay? There's so many words in our original title. From now on, we're calling it crazy or gazy. All right, (laughs) just going to stick with that. Um, I will do my best, and this is always the difficult part of delivering a story without without revealing any of the genders. Yeah, I've slipped up a couple of times, so good luck. A partner lost their mind after finding a porn charge on their satellite TV bill. Okay, right right away I know that a male is involved in this because only men spend money on porn. Well, based on what we discussed uh, about the secret spending, that is not accurate because even though guys are more likely to, uh, women do it as well, for the record, at a smaller a smaller percentage, but they still do it. I think that it's... I think that then that that's just other men that are doing it under their female accounts. A 69-year-old lost their mind after finding this charge and shot their 65-year-old partner. Wow. Both senior citizens. After they, quote, flew into a rage... When the porn channel that had already been deleted from the couple's subscription had been re-added to their bill, which, you know, by the way, could have been a clerical error. I think <laughs> you start asking questions before you start yeah, why pulling don't we out the pistol. the bank. The uh, partner, apparently after seeing the charge on the bill, ran into a shed, knocked over a table which had beer and cigarettes on it. <laughs> And then this couple sounds like a real winning. Then proceeded to um, find a uh, a pistol. The partner actually died as a result of, oh, the, of the gunshot. Uh, I think originally the plan was to scare, not to actually kill, hit and kill the partner. Hmm. Um, uh, well, based on those facts, I think that. If we're talking older couples, 65 and 69, they're spending money. Now, now I, I open this up to any gender because if you're if you're older, then... We're on a you, fixed income. Yeah, then, I mean, then it doesn't matter male or female. They would both probably spend money on porn because that's old school. That's how they roll. Um, going back to the shed with beer and cigarettes on the table. I mean, it seems like a heteronormative, white, trashy kind of Midwestern couple. Uh, and I, that's when I usually hear about accidental oopsies, they're dead stories as well. Um, but lesbians would get mad about that stuff too. But... I'll tell you the name of the shooter. Okay. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Okay, that uh, that's actually a real lesbian name. Sure is. I mean, Peppermint Patty? Patricia. Patricia. Is it? Patricia. Gazy or crazy? I'm going to still go crazy. I think, that's, uh, I think Patricia is a lady, and then there's a man involved. Patricia Ann Hill, 69, lost her mind when she found that there was a charge of pornography... On the bill that she shared with her husband. 
wife, no. Rebecca. No, husband, husband. You got it right. <laughs> Her wife, Rebecca. You got it. It was, uh, it I was, was like, crazy. no one's 69 years old is named Rebecca. Uh, that was indeed, well, it's a Bible name. So, yes, I think there are people that, I think there really? are people that are, yes, yeah, a biblical name. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm the religious one on the show. You know that. I know you are. We'll be back in a moment, uh, wrap up the show. That has been a uh, Crazy, what are we calling it now? Gazier, crazier, crazy, yeah. Crazier gaze. Now I'm just confused. Well, well stop. stop. So we'll wrap up the show officially after this. Bye. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Oh, look at that. We ran out of time. We don't have time to do who's on first in its entirety. What who's a time? bummer. Yes. Who's time? <laughs> Who's time? Your time? We're out of time. Ah, uh, damn it. See that? Uh, it's funny. It holds up. Yeah, there it is. Um, drop the subject on the new channel Q. Kevin and Allie are saying goodbye to you now. Uh, and, by the way, if you want to hang at uh, New York City Pride this year, all you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com, enter to win. You have to be 21. Your guest has to be 21. And you can keep listening to Channel Q for all the details. But Schaffer, Hoffer, Grapefruit, and Pomegranate and us at Channel Q are trying to help you enjoy your summer by going to uh, New York City Pride. And then it's uh, June 20. 27th through the 30th, so just enter to win before it's too late. It's B-Y-O-F. You have to bring your own float, so it's going to be hard to travel with it. I'm really glad you went with that F. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll let you figure out what the F is. B-Y-O-F. B-Y-O-B, bring uh, your own butch. And we will uh, talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, we say bye. Curious.